The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Well, hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. We are here. This is the early edge. It's 10 o'clock, so it doesn't really matter what day it is. We're going to be here I hope all of you, if you're with your family, you've, you've opened up some presents. If you're not with your family, maybe you're watching some Christmas movies. Whatever the case may be, we genuinely hope you're having a great day today. And we hope the rest of your day is going to be great. And we're going to try to assist with that with some picks for Christmas. We've got an NBA slate. We've got three amazing NFL games. Speaking of the NFL, let's take a look at what we did yesterday. A lot of check marks, a lot of X's too. We had more green than we had red, but again, uh, probably a few too many X's here. We're going to try to improve on this as we go today, like we always do. And we're going to start by bringing in the stars of the show. Listen, all of these people decided it's it's Christmas. It's the holidays. I'm showing up to the early edge. Maestro, Proppy, Mike McClure, Danny Brasco. Maestro, let me start with you. Let, let me let me open things up with um, how are you? Um, how's your holiday season going so far? Oh, it's going great. See, you know, I took my son to his first NFL game. Uh, it was a thriller, Jets Commanders. And he said, these teams aren't very good, but they're still in the NFL, right? And I'm like, yes, they are. They are in the NFL, even though they fumbled the ball without being touched. No, it was a great game. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing better than Sean Perry is this morning. Uh, the guy who uh, refused to chop the $9 million survivor and then got eliminated on the Broncos. Yeah, so you were telling me pre-show, I guess six of the 10 left surviving if you will had the broncos broncos ended up losing on a, what was it a 56 yard field goal by ryland uh to end the game and, and honestly that's a pretty good segue into what we're going to get into this the structure of this show is going to be a little bit different everybody hello everybody in the chat hit the like button if you haven't already um we're going to talk about these three nfl games we're going to talk about all of our official plays we have a ton of official plays on the second and third nfl game the first game just more of a discussion than, than we have official picks and then we're going to talk a little bit of NBA because we've got some really high-profile NBA games. Today I see Proppy nodding his head. He's got a prop or two he's going to want to share uh, with everybody too, and, and all of us have some info on the NBA to discuss. But let's start with, listen, it's Christmas Day at 1 o'clock, just in three hours. We've got the Raiders at the Chiefs. It's a 10.5-point margin here at BetMGM. The total, a, a pretty low 40.5. I don't think weather is going to be a big impact in this game. Mike, these are your Chiefs, so I'm going to start with you. I know you don't have an official play in this game, but talk to me about this line. Talk to me about any leans you might have. Yeah, I mean, the, the first thing you have to talk about is just the the line on the game in terms of the total. Uh, this thing has dropped significantly down to 40 and a half 
um, <clears throat> excuse me, if you remember, we talk about this very frequently, 41 being an incredibly key number in the NFL. Now that it is below that, I actually have a lean to the over uh, on the 40 and a half. I, I fully understand and respect why it has moved down. Uh, I agreed with the move down, just not to this number at this point. So now that it is at 40 and a half, while I think the under on the opening numbers and the look ahead numbers were incredibly sharp, um, you know, when this game opened, obviously the quarterback changes, the injuries, all that, this thing has dropped 11 points uh, in terms of where it was on like the true look ahead. So this thing has dropped significantly. And when you look at the weather in this game, it's going to be very cold in Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is very good. The weather in terms of the precipitation, not projected to be an issue for me here. Uh, so I do have a slight lean to the over with Kansas City's offense being able to do a little bit of the heavy lifting here. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I look at this total, Danny, I'm going to go right to you here because you're you're no stranger to having a sharp play, but particularly on a total and I think you might even have one later on in this show. I'm pretty compelled by maybe leaning now that the line is down to 40 and a half to leaning toward the over here. Do you feel the same or maybe do you like the Chiefs or the Raiders here? Yeah, it's interesting to hear Mike's analysis, considering that this is where I was looking in this game as well. If I was going to attack it, the total is very interesting at 43 and a half. Um, it looked appealing. Now it's down to 40 and a half, like M squared mentioned. And weather impacting this game more than anything, it's the under trends for Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs known for having a vaunted offense most seasons. But actually, uh, Mahomes has been an extremely profitable uh, QB to the under when he plays at home, 34 and 22 to, to the under in uh, his career at home. And um, the second half unders this year for the Chiefs have been the play 12 and 2 to the under in the second half, 13 and 1 fourth quarter unders for the Chiefs. So the game dies in the second half. I still like the unders slightly at 40 and a half, but um, below some key numbers now, it's getting a little sketchy. So we'll see where it closes. Uh, but it's maybe a really, really sharp number there on the total. All right, Proppy, I go to you. I know, I know you're champing at the bit to get to Giants-Eagles, but I do have to ask you about Kansas City. Do you have a lean in this game one way or the other, or maybe a player to focus on from a prop standpoint? Yeah, I don't have a lean on the game. However, it is worth uh, mentioning Rishi Rice has finally emerged as a full-time player in this Kansas City offense, been beating the drum, as have others in the fantasy and the prop community, for Rishi Rice to get more playing time. The underlying metrics have been absolutely phenomenal, just has been a part-time player throughout the season, which has ramped up a bit recently. But finally, we're looking at 90% route participation for Rishi Rice last week. We've seen him really come on strong over the second half of the season. If there was no Puka Nakua, who's obviously having a phenomenal year, Rishi Rice is leading pretty much every single category uh, at, the receiver, at the rookie receiver uh, position and would be in play for the offensive rookie of the year. But I think he's going to have a big game today, especially when we're talking about a guy who's going to be out there for every single Patrick Mahomes drop back and has certainly earned his trust in the process. Yeah, and some injuries, uh, and you might have just mentioned this, with that Kansas City receiving core. So um, they're going to have to lean on – I mean, it's funny because they're going to have to lean on Rasheed Rice a little bit more and, of course, Travis Kelsey. But maybe some of these secondary guys are, wor are worthy of a – I don't know that I want to play an over prop on like Marcus Valdez Scantling or, or Justin Watson, but if you really wanted to speculate with a wild, like anytime touchdown parlay and wanted to throw in a crazy piece, it's not that far out of the question. I'm not saying I'm doing it, but by the way, Mackenzie Brooks might be doing it because she's in the chat and she says, Merry Christmas, everyone inside the lines will be live at 1230. That's on this channel uh, to answer some player prop questions for the day. So we're not the only 
we're not, we're not the only show in town on this channel um, that's coming at you on Christmas Day. Mackenzie Brooks and her team, they'll be live at 1230. So you may as well just stay tuned. Maestro, before we get to Giants, Eagles, any lean on this Raiders Chiefs game? Again, 10 and a half, 40 and a half point total at BetMGM. Well, first credit to you for saying champing at the bit and not chomping at the bit, which a lot of people uh, make an error with. Uh, For me, it's Chiefs or nothing. I would love the Chiefs at 10 or less, and I still might play it at this number just because Aiden O'Connell, he's only had two road starts, and he did play at Chicago. So in those three games where he's played on the road, five interceptions, uh, terrible success rate numbers. This is a guy that almost got benched before the game against the Chargers. If you remember, there was talk about maybe they should play Jimmy G. Then he you know, has a great game against a non-existent Chargers team that wasn't there mentally at all. Um, so I think he's in for a big struggle in the conditions against an elite pass defense on the road. That's a really good point about Aiden O'Connell. I mean, he's kind of quietly gone under the radar here. Like, he doesn't get a lot of criticism. He doesn't get a lot of praise. I think the Chiefs, really on offense, I think they're going to be really buttoned up. I said that last week uh, on their way to the cover, but this defense is pretty formidable, and, and the Chiefs really need to get back on track. This seems like a pretty good spot at home with the weather to get back on track. Danny, go ahead. One more interesting trend to mention, 60-plus points were scored by the Raiders in their last game. Teams coming off scoring 60-plus the next week since this uh, in the Super Bowl era, 1-9 and nine against the spread the following week. Yeah. That is staggering. And by the way, you just reminded me, Danny, because uh, that 63-point game was against the Chargers, and you were sharp enough. I wasn't. You were sharp enough to actually be on the Chargers at home against the Bills just a couple of days ago. So credit to you there because it's very hard to support a team that just lost to the Raiders 63-21. Um, but that's what you're here for. You're here for the sharp play. You're also here for Giants-Eagles, which we're going to get to right after this break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back, and it's time to talk Giants-Eagles. This is a huge spread. I have an official play in this game. I'll, I'll wait on mine. Danny, I'm, I'm going to kick it right back to you because I mentioned earlier that I thought you might have a play on a total here, and it looks like you do in this one. We've got a 43-point total. It has been wavering in that 43.5, 43 range, but at BetMGM, we've got 43 and a 14-point spread to the home favorite Philadelphia Eagles here. What's your play, Danny? 
Yes, yeah, see, I'm attacking the under in this game. I like 43 and a half. I was debating between the Chiefs Raiders and the Eagles Giants game. 43 and a half is a number I feel more comfortable playing the under on in this NFC East division rivalry. First of all, great angle to play unders is an outdoor division rivalry game. Think of the AFC North. Think of the NFC East Giants Commanders, right? Bengals Steelers. Those kinds of games typically go under, especially in cold weather conditions. Um, and these teams know each other well late in the season here. I'm expecting the Giants defense to try to get up a little bit and play spoiler. It's a widespread and it does kind of feel like a get right game for the Eagles. I think their defense more than anything needs to get right. And against Tommy DeVito, look, Tommy Cutlets, it's been fun. But I think that Cinderella run is over and that Eagles pass rush might give him fits today. Giants offensive line has had woes all season. They're allowing a record number of pressures and sacks. And the Giants, I mean, we want to look at more trends. They've been an extremely uh, great team to bet to the under. They're 10 and 4 to the under this season since 2020, 44 and 20 to the under. Uh, and that goes across, you know, a lot of the same personnel they've had on these teams, similar play styles. So I think in this uh, this rivalry here, the Eagles probably run away with this game. They're up. They're playing with the lead. They're chewing clock. And this game probably rolls by really quick. You're going to be sitting on the couch with your uncles and aunts enjoying Christmas. And all of a sudden, Giants-Eagles will be over and Giants will maybe <laughs> score three points and won't do their part to contribute to this total. So give me the under 43 and a half in this NFC East battle. Yeah, you know, I was going to go right to Maestro. Actually, I, I guess I will because he's he's got his hand up. But this segues so nicely into my play, uh, particularly with the words you just used. But Maestro, go ahead. No, I just wanted to support Danny because our officiating angles column, uh, which is 2-0 this week, the final play is the under in this game because of partly because of Ron Torbert's crew leads the NFL in offensive holding and false starts and doesn't like to throw defensive pass interference third fewest 16 and 8 to the under in divisional game. So Ron Torbert's crew, their tendencies support Danny's play. Love that article. Uh, love that comment. And Danny, you mentioned it. You said run away with it. And this game will be over quickly because, that you know, we might just see a big lead and a lot of DeAndre Swift. That's where I'm going with this. Listen, I understand DeAndre Swift hasn't been very efficient this this season. He hit his I had his prop over uh, last week. I believe it was 63 and a half against Seattle. Uh, he hit that. Uh, he ended up hitting it kind of comfortably, but it took him late in, until late in the fourth quarter to do it. He actually had 18 carries and it took him the 17th carry to hit his over. Now, his projected total from a rushing attempt standpoint is 13 and a half mostly 14 and a half in certain places. I expect him to actually surpass that. I expect him to get 15. So I do like his rushing attempt over, but what that really tells me is he is going to tote the rock quite a bit in a positive game script. Obviously, we'll see a little bit of Jalen, maybe a little bit of Kenny Gainwell, but it will be DeAndre Swift against a Giants defense that is allowing over four and a half yards per carry. So even though DeAndre Swift isn't or hasn't been super efficient, I think he's actually looked pretty good over the last couple of games. And against this Giants defense, it's a really good matchup, just like last week. I expect him to get to 65. You could have gotten this earlier in the week, around 62 and a half at some books. I said then that I would play it up to 64 and a half. And here we are, 64 and a half at most books. So give me DeAndre Swift's over in a very positive game script um, at home. Uh, for for this Giants-Eagles game. All right, that's my official play. And Maestro, I'm going right back to you because you have an official play on this game as well, but it's on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I love Swift today and that prop. I'm going Darren Waller over three and a half catches. You know, he was out, it seemed like forever. When is he going to come back? Well, he finally came back from the hamstring last week. He only ran 22 pass routes, but he was targeted six times and he made four catches in what should be a similar game script 
i.e. trailing from behind. I think he'll probably run 30-plus routes today, get at least four catches. The Eagles don't have Zach Cunningham. Nicholas Mora is questionable. So you can attack them with the linebackers and the safeties. Darren Waller, uh, I just love the potential game script and Darren Waller getting some garbage time catches. All right. I want to go to Proppy uh, real quick. But, Mike, I actually want to go to you first because we just got some breaking news that it looks like, and the chat is all over this, but I, I just confirmed it. Um, it looks like Josh Jacobs is out for this game. So we're going to see a lot of likely Zamir White, a little bit of Amir Abdullah. Does this affect your take on this game at all? Or do you start immediately looking at perhaps Zamir White or even Amir Abdullah props? Uh, I mean, if you want to, I certainly think you can look there. I think Zamir White would be the guy you'd want to look at more than anything. Um, doesn't have much of an impact for me. I, I like the total a little bit more in that. I think we see more passing volume from the Raiders in this spot, uh, which keeps the clock stopped a little bit more, adds plays to the game overall. Mm. So I I lean over uh, just slightly harder with Jacobs being out. Uh, Josh Jacobs does not impact a, a point spread or a total though in the NFL. Fair enough, and and, pro- and that'll be su- that'll be surprising for some people to hear, but it's absolutely true, of course. Proppy, let me go to you because you have some props that you put up on Sportsline some time ago on Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. But real quick before you get to that, uh, given no Josh Jacobs, maybe a little bit more reliance from the Raiders on on just throwing the ball because Zamir White is an okay running back. He's certainly not going to be super effective. I'm not so sure Josh Jacobs would have been either. The point is, do you start to look at like Devontae Adams receptions or Jacoby Myers or players like that? Or is it just this is such an insignificant thing in the scheme of things that it's just one piece is out, another piece subs in and, and everything basically stays flat? I don't think it has a tremendous impact, kind of along with what Mikey said. Uh, Jacobs have been extremely inefficient all season long, and we know the the strength of this Kansas City defense is their pass defense. They've been a very vulnerable run defense. So I think Zamir White, uh, who can certainly find success on the ground, I think as long as it's a competitive game environment, we're going to see the Raiders still tote the ball quite a bit and run the football against this very vulnerable Chiefs defense, particularly on the ground and through the middle. Uh, as far as the Eagles game is concerned, I love a pair of props here, slightly correlated. I love Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown in this matchup. Danny mentioned it being a get-right spot for this Eagles offense. I really think it will be. Uh, this Giants defense, they're bad versus the run and they're bad versus the pass, but they blitz at the second-highest rate in the NFL behind only the Minnesota Vikings. Jalen Hurts has been very good against the blitz and aj brown has been excellent against the blitz as well he is their clear number one wide receiver uh, when they are facing a high blitz rate which they're going to the talk in philadelphia all week has been how conservative how the offense has been and they've kind of lacked a killer instinct and they failed to put games away I really think the Eagles offense is going to be highly aggressive. They're going to attack downfield, which is why I like Jalen Hurts to go over one and a half touchdowns. This opened at plus money, which I believe it still can be found on some books. And I like A.J. Brown's receiving total, uh, which I believe I put out at 71 and a half yards. I think the pair get on the same page in this game. I think the Eagles are aggressive, attacking the Giants down the field. I think even in the second half where they typically are more conservative, they will be looking to uh, just get this offense back on track score and i like this uh jalen hurts and aj brown prop quite a bit yeah i'm gonna probably be jamming in some aj brown into my uh, dfs lineups for sure okay let's move on so again we're gonna cover ravens 49ers and then we're gonna talk a little bit about this really intriguing nba slate we have nba games uh, throughout the day of course but we go to 
the San Francisco 49ers, my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl. Full disclosure, they were my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl last year as well. They are minus six. That's a big number against a very, very good, maybe the best AFC team in the league here. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, again, a six-point total of 48 and a half uh, point, uh, excuse me, a 48 and a half point total, six-point spread. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you have an SGP that I'm very intrigued by here. So let's go there first. All right. So yeah, this SGP, uh, again, on MGM, very favorable numbers available over there. You cannot get it on certain other books, uh, and it's priced appropriately on other books, not so much over on MGM. So we're banking on market efficiency, looking at this game. It's been on the board the longest out of all the games up there. Uh, and I think that the market moves the number to a relatively efficient point. So I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens on an alternate spread plus 15 and a half and the, uh, the 49ers plus three and a half on their alternate spread. And then the total over 36 and a half. Again, 36 and a half. Very, very key here. Not 37 and a half. 36 and a half gets you home with a 20 to 17 victory on either side. That is essentially the lowest scoring game that I see. Now, when I look at the Sims and everything here, this implies 44 and a half percent at plus 125. I actually have it right above 50%, like 50 and a half percent. So a pretty significant edge. If you go try and build this on other sports books, you will find that the price point is closer to minus 105, minus 110, uh, which would make it about fair value starting to be negative EV. But currently you can build this SGP over on BetMGM. Again, 15 and a half, very key to me, more key than 14 and a half. If you want to play 14 and a half, go for it. Uh, but we're banking on bo- uh, market efficiency here and very key number of 37. Uh, Guzzle Money says, uh, my brain hurts after listening to you, Mike. Mike, I mean, Guzzle Money, you're not the only one. Sometimes when Mike talks, uh, my brain hurts too because it's a lot to process. Uh, but trust me, you can build that parlay. And I love the edge uh, that Mike McClure just gave out there. I mean, it sounded to me like you got like a 6% edge on that, right, Mike? Yes, very rare. It doesn't happen often. Again, it's mostly fair value on every other book, uh, but but at MGM, they will let you play 36 and a half. Again, if you try and shop on other books, you'll have 35 and a half and 37 and a half. They won't even give you the option for 36 and a half uh, intentionally because it is a very, very key number of 37. Absolutely love it. All right, Larry, I'm going to go to you next because, well, first of all, I can't go to Danny next because Danny and I might have an issue where Jake might have to step in here. So we'll wait on that. Larry, last week, I was really surprised because as good as I think San Francisco is, and I've been betting on them really this whole year, even coming off that three-game losing streak, I was all over them against the Jaguars. I thought that was a hilarious spread. They smashed it. I was all over them going into Philly to play the Eagles. They smashed that one. But I got to admit, last week, I saw some issues protecting the running game. I mean, James Conner was running all over the San Francisco 49ers. And even though Alex P. Keaton Mitchell is not going to play the rest of the year, they still have Gus Edwards. And that's where you're going with this prop. Talk to us about it. Yeah, the 49ers, that was alarming. 7.8 yards per carry allowed, not just to Connor, but to the backup and to Kyler. 234 34 yards on the ground. It's actually the third 
game where they have been gashed and the mobile quarterback that that gave them issues. Well, now you have obviously Lamar Jackson, who is going to take a lot of attention. And Gus Edwards, I mean, this number is so low, over 39 and a half. He got 16 carries last week when Keaton Mitchell went out. Um, I think he's definitely going to get double-digit carries here. And there's no Armstead. Uh, Javon Hargrave is questionable. Hafanga out for the season. They've just lost some things from that D-line. They're still good, but they're not the dominant force against the run that they used to be. They're actually 20th in yards per carry allowed for the season. To me, this is just a, a, a very good number when you talk about a game that should be competitive, where they shouldn't have to get away from the run. If they do, that will probably only be in the fourth quarter. Love this play over 39 and a half. Yeah, I got to concede. I mean, I'll just touch on my play real quick here because I got to concede. That does make me nervous. And, and I have the 49ers here minus six. And, and I will admit I, I might be being a little bit stubborn here with all my 49ers plays, but I do think this offense is even more efficient than, let's say, the Rams offense. And the Rams offense went into Baltimore two weeks ago and put up 31 points. The game went into overtime. The Rams probably should have won that game. If you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about. But the long and short of it is I just don't think this offense can really be stopped. And I've seen enough from a Lamar Jackson-led offense where they can be stymied here and there. They do have issues across their offensive line. They do have Keaton Mitchell is out. They do have issues at the, at the receiver in terms of, okay, we know Mark Andrews is out. But also, you know, Zay Flowers is a little banged up. Odell Beckham can get banged up here and there, and his targets have been going down. Isaiah Likely stepping in. I mean, he's formidable for sure. But I just don't know that they have enough to keep pace with a healthy 49ers offense. When you have Trent Williams, when you have Debo Samuel, and of course, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, the list goes on and on. The only guy out is Jawan Jennings, and, and you got probably Bell or Conley coming in for him. So I'm going to go ahead and roll again with the Niners minus six. But Danny, that brings me to you. Because again, I have not hesitated in saying you are a very sharp better. I give you credit, no disrespect meant, but you are clearly on the other side than me. And maybe it's the sharp side, but talk to me about why you like the Ravens plus six. See, I hate to be against you on Christmas Day. Nothing makes me more upset, man. But on the first day of Christmas, the sports books gave to us Ravens plus six. This is entirely too many points in a matchup like this, in my opinion. I think the market is way too high on the 49ers. You could have made the 49ers minus nine and a half favorites. And I think everyone would have gone and bet them anyway. Lamar Jackson is 11 and two against the spread when playing as an underdog. John Harbaugh, over the last 10 years, the most profitable road underdog against the spread, 26, 11 and two uh, for his career as a road dog. The matchup problems, I agree with a lot of the points that Larry made. I think the Niners are beatable on the ground. That rush attack will be uh, will, will give them fits. And for the 49ers offense that has been absolutely rolling, uh, they haven't faced a good secondary in two months. And the last time they did, they lost to P.J. Walker and the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, And they are actually in a three-game losing streak, including a loss to Brian Flores' as Vikings. I think this defense may be a wake-up call for them. I think everyone's ready to crown the 49ers Kings. Brock Purdy crowned MVP already, and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens might have something to say about that. They've already, they're well aware that they are the betting underdogs. They've been talking about it. Hey, you know what happens when people doubt us? And I like the motivation here. So I think they're going to prove that it's not a foregone conclusion that San Fran is going to be Super Bowl champs. Baltimore is in this mix, and I think they'll cover this number. I'm also going to sprinkle the money line at plus 210. Uh, Look out for Lamar and the Ravens to make a statement game here. Money line plus 210. Uh, not afraid at all, Danny. Hey, hey, Mike, I see you shaking your head. Before we get to the NBA real quick, I, I just I want your take here. I know you don't play sides a ton. If you had to take one side here, which which side would it be? Would it be the dog, the Ravens? 
At six, yes. At five and a half, no. Um, yeah. If I had to at anything at six, I would. Um, I just I. I think the game can be very competitive. I think that uh, it's incredibly important on the Baltimore side uh, to, to win this game. I think they're going to put the football in Lamar's hands a ton. Uh, what I honestly think this game comes down to, does Lamar Jackson fumble the football while running? Because I think he runs the football a ton tonight. Yeah, it was five and a half for most of the week. It clicked up to six probably uh, one or two days ago, and it stayed there. I thought it would come back down to five and a half. It, it never ended up doing that. Um, Danny, I, I, it's up to you, man. But uh, this does line up pretty well for somebody to, to play some music. You make the call. It's Christmas. I mean, we got to do it for the people, if nothing else, just for the show. Snake, play the music. Let's go. All right, we got a showdown on Christmas. This is fantastic. And see ya, I got one more stat for you. I don't know how much this will vote, how much weight you want to put behind this, but Lamar Jackson is an outrageous 19-1 and against NFC teams for his career. Yeah, I've seen that stat. I have seen that stat. <laughs> how many of those games were against Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Trent Williams? That would be okay. my only retort to Fair that. Fair enough. Speaking of stats, I can't wait for the showdown. It's it's tonight. Like, well, Danny, I'm sorry, I just media. Danny, I just hope it goes better for you than the last showdown that Sia did because uh, I was Venmoing him in the first quarter. What's <laughs> the first quarter? I, I yeah, I thought he was trying to jinx me, and then I realized no, he's not trying to jinx me. Like this thing is over. All right. Uh, speaking of stats, uh, let's talk about BetMGM real quick. NFL fifty percent odds boost. Check this one out. BetMGM has you covered for all the NFL action on Christmas Day. BetMGM customers will receive a fifty percent odds boost on any NFL wager today. Just go to BetMGM app or the website to claim your odds boost token. Happy holidays from BetMGM. All right, let's talk a little bit of NBA before we get out of here, but just one more small break from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's maybe try to go in order here. Proppy mentioned, and I'm just double-checking the time here, we've got a game in an hour and a half, in 90 minutes. It is, of course, the Bucks and the Knicks. Uh, we've got a three-and-a-half-point spread here. I mean, I, I kind of lean towards the Bucks in this one on Christmas Day, but... 
Proppy, I know you might have a lean in this game, so talk to us about it. I do indeed. So yeah, yeah, it's a player prop. Uh, pay attention to Chris Middleton. He's been working his way back to 100%. Started off the season on a severe, hard minutes cap. He's gotten up at close to 30 minutes per night. He's playing great basketball in the month of December. However, he's been extremely efficient. I do believe he's a potential regression candidate. We're getting a big number, of specifically his PRA, uh, points, rebounds, and assists. You can find that number at 25 and and a half. I actually like going under on it in this matchup. I don't think Middleton's going to eclipse 30 minutes. In my opinion, he has to shoot 55, close to 60% in order to eclipse this, which he's done in most of the month of December, but I just don't think that's sustainable. That's why I like fading Middleton potentially in this spot. More of a lean than an official play, though. All right. Our next game here is going to be the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. Now, none of us really have a lean or an official play here. I think this is an interesting line. I mean, I've watched a decent amount of Golden State over the last couple of weeks. They really do look undermanned. They've got some injuries. Of course, Draymond Green's still out. This line was six and a half, I think, for a majority of the weekend. It it clicked up to seven. I actually do see Denver potentially running away with this because if you see how Golden State is constituted, you really need Clay and Steph to like completely be going off uh, for them, I think, to to keep pace with this Denver Nuggets team in Denver. If I'm going to include it in anything, for me, it's probably going to be a money lamb parlay. I don't know that I want to lay the seven, but that's the direction I would go. I don't think we have any comments on this game, so let's move. Larry, we have a sports line pick, a sports line model pick, I should say, in this Lakers game, which I believe is at 5 o'clock. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I'm just checking the uh, updated uh, record for the model uh, this season. The Apex are, are, are off to a great start. It's 29 and 13, 14 and a half unit. And the model likes the Lakers outright. Uh, you could take the points three and a half, but the model likes the Lakers to win outright coming in in uh, 58% of simulations. This is the final game of a road trip for the Celtics. Fourth game in seven nights. They're not as good on the road. We know that the Lakers 10 and three at home and got back on track with the win in OKC. LeBron had 40. We know he shows up big for Christmas. The model likes it. All right. The model likes the Lakers. It does seem like a good spot for the Lakers, even though the plus three and a half seems like uh, seems solid. I think Porzingis is playing in this one. Um, you're certainly going to want to confirm that perhaps before um, you lay anything uh, at five o'clock in this game. Okay, so we go to the next game. Do we have a play in the next game? It might take the Celtics game. I don't know. Let me go to you, Prop, because Philly and Miami, do you have anything? I, that I have an official pick from the Celtics game, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I. Meeting Jalen Brown going under 32 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. Shop around because you can find some 33s out there as well. I think this number is big for Jalen Brown, especially when the Celtics are at full strength. Christoph Przingis, Sia mentioned he is expected to suit up. We're going to see the Celtics starting five at full strength. When this starting five is healthy and active, there's just a ton of high usage players. Obviously, Jason Tatum, Drew Holiday, Porzingis, Derek White has really emerged as a viable option. There's just not enough shots in my opinion, uh, unless Jalen Brown shoots it close to 55 to 60 percent that it would take, in my opinion, in order for him to eclipse 34 PRA. He has to have at least 25 points against the Lakers, who have really improved defensively. I also like what they've done with their starting lineup. D'Angelo Russell has been uh, benched, essentially, in place of Jared Vanderbilt. That's a huge advantage uh, for the Lakers defensively. It also slows things down significantly for L.A., so I think this game is ultimately paced down. Boston plays slow. Both of these teams rank in the top 10 in defensive efficiency as well, and I just love what 
Vanderbilt brings to the Lakers starting five as he's an excellent defender. He's very lengthy and they just have a very difficult backcourt to score on. So I think it's going to be very difficult uh, for Jalen Brown. I think there's going to be better options elsewhere as far as Boston's uh, points are concerned. So give me the under uh, Jalen Brown, 33 and a half or 32 and a half. I like both numbers. Uh, obviously prefer the 33 and a half if you can find that, but and good with 32 and a half as well. So, Prapia, I want to kick it back to you just real quick because we have two other games that we haven't discussed. We're not going to have much discussion because we don't have official plays on Philly at Miami. I believe that's a two and a half point spread still. And then we have the Mavericks at Phoenix. Um, Mavericks at Phoenix, I don't really want to discuss because we don't really have a, a take on that one. But you're a Philly guy. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Joel Embiid in Miami. Miami's starting to play a little bit better. They had a nice win against Orlando without Jimmy Butler. I don't know that we have Jimmy Butler's status declared quite yet. But do you have any sort of take on Philly marching into Miami as a two and a half point dog? Yeah, very interesting game here. We really haven't seen the Sixers that much this season without Joel Embiid. I believe this is his first or second game missed this year. As a result, Bam Adebayo's points, rebounds, and assist line is 38.5, which is as high as I've ever seen it before. So that's a potential look to potentially fade if Jimmy Butler is, in fact, at active. See, I mentioned questionable coming into this game, but it's really going to be the Tyrese Maxey show. Maxey has been phenomenal this year, in addition to Embiid just playing at an unbelievable level. Level. Uh, Maxi has been playing at an all-star level as well. He's historically just given the heat fits as well. He are a great defensive team, but they struggle with speed, which Maxi possesses uh, a ton of. So I think we're going to see the Sixers without Embiid really try and get out there, push the pace offensively against the heat and have Maxi uh, just really try and break this heat defense down. Uh, but yeah, I think at two and a half, as far as this, uh, the side is concerned, I do have a slight lean towards Miami if Butler is, in fact, active. I just think over four quarters, uh, the Heat will start to figure out what the Sixers are doing in the long run. All right. That sounds good. Any more comments on any of these NBA games? I think we're covered for the most part. Chat, super active. Uh, somebody said something about the Dream Team in here on Christmas Day. He he or she was very thankful for us being here. We're thankful for you being here. So uh, the props to that. And by the way, uh, let's talk about BetMGM real quick. One more time, NBA 50% SGP odds boost. BetMGM customers, customers will score a 50% same-game parlay boost for select NBA same-game parlays wagered today. Just go to the BetMGM app or website to receive your boost token. Happy holidays from BetMGM. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for us to maybe bring up the recap screen here. We've talked a lot. This thing went 40 minutes because we had three amazing NFL games to talk about. And of course, a pretty wide NBA slate on Christmas Day. We've got Mike McClure with his same game parlay. Ravens plus 15 and a half, 49ers plus three and a half. And the over, it's below that key number 37, an over of 36 and a half. This is plus 125. I've got DeAndre Swift's over 64 and a half rushing yards at minus 118. I don't think this will click up to 65 and a half, but if it does, I think you'll lay off because 62 and a half, you could have gotten it earlier this week. I'd stick it at 64 and a half and not go any higher. I've got a showdown. I've got the 49ers minus six at minus 108. And we may as well talk about Danny Brasco's picks next because he's got the Ravens plus six showdown indeed. And he's got the Giants Eagles under 43 and a half. The maestro Darren Waller over three and a half receptions. Gus Edwards over 39 and a half rushing yards. Proppy Jalen Brown under 33 and a half PRA minus 125. And he talked to you about so many other leans that he likes in the NFL and the NBA. And then, of course, Larry talked to us about our site play. The Lakers are plus three and a half if you want to go there. But the site has Lakers money line at value at plus 130. 
Ladies and gentlemen, what a Christmas edition we just had. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us. I know you want to be with your family today. We consider you family as well, so hopefully you feel the same about us. Go back to whatever you were doing. Watch some Christmas movies. Eat a little bit too much. Have a good day today. Watch those games. Tail our picks. And hopefully we've got more green check marks than red tomorrow when we do our recap stream. That's when I will see you next tomorrow at 10 a.m. Don't forget Mackenzie Brooks and Company at 1230 on this very channel. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. On behalf of Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and nines and tens, Larry, a.k.a. the maestro, Proppy. Danny Brasco, and who am I forgetting? Oh, of course, my partner in crime on Fantasy Football Today, DFS, Mike McClure. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays on behalf of the Early Edge. I am the counselor, and we rest our case. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.